Welcome to Embrace the Musica, where we're going to dig into the raw, vulnerable, tough, and beautiful pieces of this journey called life. I'm Dominique Dines, who at the age of 21 moved abroad to Mexico to start teaching after growing up in a small town in Minnesota. My husband is from Peru, and we met salsa dancing 10 years ago in Guadalajara, Mexico. Here we are today raising two lovely tricultural kids. We speak more Spanish than English in our home and do a lot of salsa dancing in the kitchen. Embrace la Musica is going to be a place where we talk about what it's like being married to someone from a completely different culture, living in a place that neither of us grew up in, being a working mom, constantly fighting or accepting cultural norms, and all the things that keep us afloat, which includes a lot of heart and humility. So let's embrace the Musica today. Welcome to Embrace the Musica this week, another week of learning, letting go, loving, making a mess of a few things while cleaning up some others. And thanks to a great therapy session this week on helping me figure out how we all make decisions, I've realized that life is like a cocktail carefully mixed with both head and heart. And I think we can all pinpoint different decisions along the way that were made with our heads and others that were made with our hearts. I say that as we all know it's true that when we make decisions or look at our lives through either lens of head and heart, we may see things differently. Most decisions in life somehow find that thin string that connects the two. And I was thinking about all of this on my run this morning and reflecting on decisions along my journey that led me to where I am, living in Mexico, married to a Peruvian, raising kids, working, and constantly dreaming of what's to come. A lot of the listeners already know some big pieces of my story, and we've heard incredible stories from the amazing women who have come on as guests and shared pieces of their stories, their heads, and their hearts with us. And something that therapy, along with life experiences, is helping me understand is that so many decisions in our life are made with that delicate balance of head and heart. Growing up, I know that in many ways I saw the head or the mind valued as higher than the heart or the feelings. And I've carried that with me, though upon true reflection, I see so I see that so many of my big decisions were actually made with my heart. Many listeners know that I was engaged at the age of 19. I often tell people that yes, I was in love and we were in love. It was young love. Yet at the same time, there was something that didn't quite feel right. In my head, I was following the path that I had so carefully constructed at 16, which, let's be honest, looking back, doesn't that seem terrifying? Like, what do we actually know about the world and our plans at such a young age? Yet, I knew I wanted to be a teacher, I wanted to get married, and I wanted to do certain things. So, in a sense, it felt like I was checking things off my list, which obviously, so many years later, sounds a bit ridiculous right now. Because life decisions can't always just be us checking things off of a list. But that being said, I still struggle with that in some ways. And I'm guessing that others listening do too. It's so hard to not compare our stories to somebody else's story. It's hard to see lives posted so cheerfully on Instagram or on social media and not want that for our own lives or to see others reaching certain achievements and not wanting it for ourselves. I think that's pretty normal. It's also normal to want to know for certainty what the best decision is for our lives. Yet, we know that part of life is living with the chance or the risk we have to take while making decisions. 
Truth be told, there are so many right decisions we can make in our lives. There are so many paths we could take and find happiness along the way. No one path guarantees a fulfilled ending. It's more about the journey and the road we're traveling and learning to enjoy the moment, the days, the minutes we have right in front of us. And as I think about decisions I've made over the years, there were some clearly made with my head, whether that was getting my teaching degree, learning Spanish, getting my master's, working extra tutoring hours to make more money, and so on. Sort of that academic side of my story. But then there's others I know that I clearly made with my heart, whether that was breaking off an engagement at 19, moving to Mexico at 21, choosing a teaching job that barely made ends meet my first couple years, taking a risk to date a man who made me laugh and continues to do so each day, leaving the school to pursue a new career, starting my blog. Those were all risks that I listened to my heart in so many ways. And life is about finding that balance along our stories. And I've been thinking a lot about the life of an expat or a foreigner moving abroad to a different country and what that looks like for us in different ways. Because really, living abroad is a mixed drink of feeling nostalgic while letting go of your past and who you were. It's looking ahead while not always knowing where you're going. It's feeling alone sometimes, yet being surrounded by people in a city of millions. It's knowing how to speak the language, but feeling like you're not actually getting through. It's about trying new foods at the holidays, but missing your mom's cooking. It's about constantly saying hello and goodbye to people you grow to love more quickly than you realize was possible, as there is truly something about living abroad that just throws you so deep into relationships. And I've heard this said time and time again, living abroad and meeting other foreigners, often called expats who are going through so many of the same experiences, whether it's raising kids at the same age, meeting our spouses, going through paperwork that you think should take an hour, but actually takes weeks looking for specific ingredients at the holidays, making new traditions, and then also making a home for your family in a country that you didn't grow up in. Going through all of those things, these people become your family. And I hope that if you are listening today as an expat or as someone living far from home, that you too feel this sort of bond with people in your community. More and more I grow, I realize how much I really, really, really relish the conversations and the wine nights with my girlfriends more than ever before, specifically with the ones living abroad, experiencing what it's like and building our lives on these shared memories and experiences. So many of us have been here for many years now in Mexico. In fact, a few months ago, I surveyed a group of women, uh, a group of 60 women who thought they had, they were coming abroad just for a year or two. And most of us have now been here from a range of six to 20 years, still living our lives and loving it and making our homes here in Mexico. I know we also have listeners in France, in Canada, in Thailand, and beyond who would hopefully say the same thing about this idea of community abroad. And it makes so much sense because having shared or similar similar memories of a childhood, going for an adventure in your 20s, maybe rounding out your 30s or your 40s, or retiring in a new place, we can relate to each other and understand one another in so many ways. Many of us have traveled the same roads or gone through the same travel experiences. And we've experienced that first culture shock that you have when you move to a new country, and then the reverse culture shock when you go back home to visit. 
it's totally real and we can all relate to each other because once you leave your home and you follow your heart in whatever way that looks like for you and once you live abroad your eyes are truly opened you realize as i've shared in other episodes that the world as you saw it isn't necessarily how it's painted in other people's eyes the things that you took for granted come to light when you're suddenly in a new country you also start to gain a new appreciation for the way things are done. You realize the things you once valued may start to change over time. In some ways, it can be frustrating at first. For example, here in Mexico, I've had this conversation with many foreigners in that it took us a good minute or a few hours to realize that if you were inviting people over or planning a party or an event and you asked people to come at 5 p.m., people may actually start showing up at 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 8 p.m., and so on. When you go to a doctor, and this may also be true in other countries, your appointment often ends up being quite a bit later than the original time. Initially, I remember being so frustrated at people's lack of consideration for others and their time, when what I realized is happening is that there's such a greater emphasis on relationships in Mexico than back home. People may argue my point here and that's totally fine, but so many people value a good conversation and connection that time flies and you may not even realize that you're quote unquote running late. Or the idea of letting someone down in person hurts more than following through. People may say, yes, of course, you there, knowing they're not actually going to go. But it's easier to not show than to tell the other person you're not going to show. There are so many cultural nuances in every culture, in every experience. I'm sure that the people listening could add a plethora of other examples that we've learned to either accept or question along the way. But it starts to weave its way into our story of where we're at and where we're going. And sometimes it's these same quirks that keep us connected to our community abroad. These same nuances or novelties to us that provide a connection to others in the same boat. As I've been working with several entrepreneurs abroad, Hearing their pain points, listening to their ideas, coaching them along the way, I keep hearing over and over again. I just wish there was a community or a place that I could go with people who understand how hard this is. I wish I had a group of women going through the same thing as me so I don't feel so alone. And because as I've said, even though living abroad, you're often in large cities or surrounded by people nonstop, maybe not as much during quarantine, (laughs) but you don't always find the community to be exactly what you're needing. And that's why, based on conversations with friends, women I admire who tell me their amazing stories, many of whom have been on this very podcast sharing their stories, their struggles, their successes, that I'm launching a new community that I would love for you to join. I'll include details in the show notes today, but if you're a dreamer, you have an idea of a business or a hobby you want to turn into a business, If you're a writer working on your blog or your next book, you're a hairstylist trying to reach new clients, you're a designer pivoting in your business, you're a teacher wanting to start a side hustle, this group is for you. We are lucky to be surrounded by an incredible community in Guadalajara and beyond. So many of the listeners are tuning in from other countries, yet going through the same experiences as we are here in Mexico. So if that sounds like you or like someone you know, I would love for you to join us for our free launch party to join the membership community that is made for you, the female entrepreneur living abroad and wanting to grow your market and reach more people. This community is another idea that was born in my heart. 
This week, working through some big future decisions, I almost said yes to a decision or to a new path. That looks great on paper, but it was definitely a head decision. Not a wrong decision per se, but my heart wasn't in it completely, even if my ego and my head may be tempted to walk down that road. But I'm working on listening to my heart, on taking risks, even if they may not turn out the way I hope. Because I keep thinking, as I said in episode one of Embrace the Musica, what's the worst that could happen? I'll never know if my dreams work out or not if I don't give them room to breathe. And the same goes for you. That little idea or that nudging in your heart, you can give it wings if you want to give it a try. Is it scary? Probably. But most things are when we're using our heart to guide us. And there's this quote I stumbled upon a few months ago that I've been holding on to and think about from time to time. Nenea Hoffman, the CEO of Sweatpants and Coffee, wrote, If I'm lying on my deathbed, clutching decades of anger, regret, jealousy, and fear, I will be so, so sad. None of us are getting out of here alive. So please stop treating yourself like an afterthought. Eat the delicious food. Walk in the sunshine. Jump in the ocean. Say the truth that you're carrying in your heart like a hidden treasure. Be silly. Be kind. Be weird. There's no time for anything else. And that being said, friends, we are so much stronger together and stronger when we're living out our true dreams and selves. Life is a delicate balance between living with our heads and our hearts. And sometimes living abroad is also a delicate cocktail. We don't always know how to mix it to make it taste right. Or when it comes to entrepreneurship, we don't always know how to stir that drink to make it sell. So this group is for the dreamers and for those craving connection while living abroad. Make sure you're on the invite list and fill out the form at DominicDines.com or find me on Instagram and let's pop that champagne together as this next adventure awaits us. If you enjoyed today's episode and if you were encouraged by the message, I would love to hear from you. Please subscribe, leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, take a screenshot and post it to Instagram and tag me so that we can keep growing together. And until next time, with heart and humility, embrace la musica.